What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And we say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Hopefully you're treated to uh, the beautiful scenery around here, including our next guest. Joining us now, three-time NFL defensive MVP. His motor is so high it should be drug-tested. The greatest player in Houston Texans history, but that's not saying much. Paulie says they're close friends, but we can find no evidence of that. We would like to make a cheap joke about he's all heart, but that would be in bad taste. So we will not do that today. Most importantly, he's the president and founding member of the Good Ass Dudes Club. Good Ass Dudes Club. Yeah, please welcome the popular J.J. Watt. <laughs> I got JJ shows up and he goes, it's cold. I didn't know you were going to be outside. And who made this decision? You're, you're from Wisconsin. Do you have a weather app on your phone? <laughs> yes. Yes. Good to see you. You look good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I did it just for you. Where's your son? We thought we were getting uh, you know, the whole family here. You no, know, I told my wife last night, I was like, I have to go on the Dan Patrick show at 7. Um, and we switch off days who wakes up first with him in the morning. And she woke up with them yesterday, and I didn't tell her until after she woke up with them yesterday. So I'm, uh, I'm going to stay here for as long as I can. Good. I, I got you out of the uh, dad duty there. I'm waiting to become a grandfather today. Oh, congratulations. My uh, daughter-in-law is uh, being induced today. That's incredible. So, uh, yeah, it's a great moment. What weren't you ready for being a dad? I honestly, and this is, I mean, this answer is going to be so cliche, but I legitimately just was not ready for knowing that I had that level of love for something. Um, I just, I had no idea uh, the wave of emotion and the flood of emotion and just the way that it kind of almost changes your entire structure of how your brain and emotions and everything works. It was, it was truly something I wasn't ready for. And people try to tell you. Yes. But until you go through it. No. So even with my other friends, like, they ask me that question, I'm, I, I start to tell them and then I say, you know what, like, when people told me this, I didn't care, and I didn't listen. I said, oh, yeah, that's great, even with my brother. I mean, even when my brother had two kids, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure it's great. And then I had one. So I don't even try and tell people that much anymore because I'm like, you don't, you don't care. Until you do it, you don't know. 
when you were last with us, I think five days later, you announced your retirement. That's correct. Did you know you were going to retire when you were with us? Oh, absolutely. Five days. Yeah, I think you asked me. And I was why just, did you bury like, the lead? I mean, why did you do that to me? <laughs> Uh, why? I don't know. I should have just given it to you. Yeah. 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 I mean, you guys were you guys were messing around with me the week before. You guys are cracking jokes. Paulie apparently is just the world's best comedian of yes, all time. He is. Yeah. I have no recollections. So. He he loves to make fun of the good ass dude's speech. I mean, I'll make fun of it. It was a yeah. It's it's a speech worthy of being made fun of. I think we should make good ass dudes T-shirts. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I mean. What a stupid but you speech. Mean, but, you, but you mean well. You can't be a bad guy. You can't be... Yeah, so that was like at a point in my career, we had hard knocks, and, and I was on the come up, obviously, in, in terms of notoriety in the league, and you you know that the... Like, anytime... The cameras are there 24-7, so it's not like it's like... Uh, you know that you can't just pop off at all time. And this recent hard knocks, it was even they were there even more often. I mean, we had a permanent camera in our room, twenty four seven, rolling the entire time. Um, so anybody who says that you can just completely ignore the cameras, you can act like no, you can't because you know that anything you say at any moment could be possibly used. Um, so back then, like I, I was still on like the I'm not that big of a swear. Like I'm like the good like clean cut. Like no, I'm not gonna. And I, that's where good ass dudes came from. Like, I was trying to give this hard ass, hard ass speech, but I'm also like, "But guys, we can help the community." That was stupid. That was stupid. Now it's good ass dads. Yeah, good yeah, ass dads. Yeah. That's who. Oh, well, you want your parents to watch this, and you know. well, that was the thing. Like, my grandma watched the show, and so like I knew I was giving a speech, and that my grandma could watch. Now, if the cameras aren't there, I'm giving a vastly different speech. But I'm sitting here thinking, like, all right, my grandma. I was watching this show. Like, if I start just cussing these guys out, it was. It was. I, there's a lot of things. Anybody tells you don't have any regrets is lying. Because there's a lot of things I would do differently. Like what? That I would do that well, speech. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you there. No, Any, I mean, anything else? I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, you, when you go through your career and you look at things, um, you know, with my injuries and stuff. I mean, you. you Let's do a game of operation here. Oh boy. Point. It's gonna be like, a long game. Tell me how many. Like, just point all the injuries, surgeries. Oh, that would be tough. I mean, I dislocated my elbow and tore everything in there my second year. Um, I've had two back, or multiple back surgeries, more than two. Um, broke my leg. I've, I've had this knee operated on, I don't know, five, six times. Um, I've broken finger. That finger doesn't work. Um, a wrist. This pec gone. This shoulder. Everything's gone. Um, um, everything, both my adductors and both my lower abs were gone. Um, yeah, it's not the way. <laughs> what is, it would have been easier if I said point to the health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my right lower leg feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Did you break your nose? Um, no, so that's like a common misconception. My nose bled a lot, but I never actually broke it. Um, so, yeah, never broken the nose. Feels like once you get that scar, it never goes away. No. In the helmet. Yeah, Comes never down goes and away. Then it start bleeding. Yeah, I finally figured it out a couple years in, but uh, it did look cool while it lasted. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. It did. It but did. be honest, when the blood would start, were you were you uh, really slow to wipe it off? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't blame you. Yes, I, mean, I don't blame you. All right, let me go back to retirement. If you didn't have the heart issue, uh, no, still retired. If but you it, didn't have a baby, um. Possibly a little more 
questionable, but... Uh, you played well this year. Thank you. I appreciate that. Is it tougher to retire after a season like this or one that might have ended in injury? And um, This is much easier to retire after. This is the, That's the reason I'm retiring. Um, I've, I've wanted to go out playing good football, knowing that I can still do it, knowing that... Uh, I put good tape out there, knowing that when my son goes back and watches my last game, he's going to see his dad playing good. Um, he's not going to see an injury. He's not going to see a guy who people are tapping on the shoulder saying, hey, bud, it's time to go. Um, I wanted to go out that way, and I've, I've honestly kind of been looking for that opportunity. Now what do you do? Golf. <laughs> I'm going to golf. I'm going to. That'll get tiring after a yeah. while. I mean, I'm going to take it as it comes. We'll see. Um, I'm really taking it as it comes right now, seeing what's out there. Um, I've always said forever that I would not do broadcasting. But the further I got towards the end of my career, the more I realized how much I love the game and I want to still be around it. And But I also don't want to do it to the level of coaching staffs where they're working their ass off all, all day, every day, off season, during season. So. Um, I do think that broadcasting does have that potential opportunity for me. Um, have you talked to networks? Dabbled. Um, dabbled. This week will be a big week for that, obviously, with everybody out here. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that as it comes. And if it, if it comes to fruition, it does. And if not, the beauty of it is I don't have to do anything. So I, I can just relax if I want. You guys were consistent uh, this year. You uh lost to the Chiefs and you uh, lost to the Eagles. So uh, congratulations <laughs> Thank there. you. Um, Thank let's you. start with the Chiefs. Let's, stay, let, let's say you're advising the uh, Eagles defense. Oh, I mean, the Chiefs are obviously an unbelievable uh, offense. They have a guy who can do literally everything in the quarterback position. He's incredible. And then they have... Uh, no, but I need insights. Like, what are we going to take advantage... Where can we take advantage of the Chiefs defensively oh. from the Eagles? Where can I mean the Eagles have one of the best fronts in the game from a pass rush standpoint. So you have to try and uh, get back there as quick as humanly possible to make Pat uncomfortable and to. But I've always said this, and I think I've said it here multiple times. The the great thing about Pat and what he does so well is that he'll just keep backing up out of the back of the pocket, and he has the arm strength to make any throw. And he knows that Kelsey's going to get open somewhere in that window for him, and he's going to find him and dump it to him. So even when a great pass rusher has that opportunity to get there. If you don't have the guys coming from all angles, he's going to find, just scoot his way over to one of them and make the throw. But that's what the Eagles do have. They have guys coming from every single spot, guys pushing up the middle. So you have to have, it's almost better to have those guys going high, but you have to have the middle guys pushing up the middle too. Yeah, I always thought that certain quarterbacks, you want pressure up the middle. Yeah. Because now if I get Mahomes going left or right, now I want to test the ankle. Now I, I want to get him on the move, but I want him moving at you know, the pace and the direction that we want him to go. Yes. It's when you have the guys who go you know, around him, the edge rushers, he just steps up in the pocket. Right. Explain Kelsey. He's incredible. He's I, in, I, it, I, but that's a that's the perfect example of one of the greatest players ever at his position also being on page with his quarterback at all times no matter what. Those two guys they're connected so well that they know what the other's going to do at any given moment. So Travis may not be where the playbook said it was supposed to be, but he's in the window that he knows Pat's going to be looking for and that no defenders in. And it's a pretty incredible combination when those two hook up. It's it's special. All right. What about the Eagles? What are you trying to get Jalen Hurts? They run the ball really well. They do. They do. And uh, they, they're they fascinating because they can kind of mold their offense to be what it needs to be for that game. So if they really are just a ground and pound that game, they can just hand it off, ground and pound. Jalen can keep it. 
They'll do that quarterback sneak with the put. I mean, the quarterback sneak that they run is undefeated. It's one of the best I've ever seen anybody do, and I still don't understand why more teams don't just quarterback sneak on one yard or less whenever necessary. Um, but with them, then if they want to, they, they turn around and they flip it. They got Devontae, they got uh, A.J., and, and Hertz can absolutely do that, and their O-line is great pass blockers as well. So the fascinating part there is you want to try and figure out early in the game what their plan is and how they're attacking you and then try and quickly adjust and take that aspect away to see if you can kind of frazzle them. Were you mad at Brady because he's going to steal your thunder at the Hall of Fame? No, it's, I, think, I think it's... Uh, you were the headliner. No, no. You would have been. I appreciate that kindly, but uh, the I think it's cool to, to be retiring. We'll see at the, at the same time as the greatest of all time. I so mean, you think Brady will get in? I, I think he's got a shot. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if I got it. Yeah, he, he might sneak in there. First time, but he's got if, some accolades. What if Rodgers retires? He will also make it, I think. Okay. I think he's going to make it, too. Where, where are you on the totem pole? Oh. Brady? Bottom. Roger? <clears throat> yeah, no problem. you got to have a ring. I don't have one. Those guys both got I mean, Tom has more rings than any team in the NFL. <laughs> no. I mean, it's literally <laughs> insane. Like, anybody who tries to argue, like, I, I, my tweet to him after was, like, greatest of all time, no debates, no arguments, and people tried to argue. I said, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah. shut up. Like, you're an idiot. Is he the greatest team player of all time in any sport? I mean, that's a very that's a much more difficult argument because, I mean, you got guys with eleven rings. I mean, Bill Russell's an unbelievable. Like, how do you how do you quantify that? Um, that's, a, that's a fascinating. But, but, but football's one and done. Like, I agree. You know, a seven game series, you can beat me once, twice, maybe in three times. I still have a chance. Everything he did, it was win or go home. Playoffs. I mean, when you look at they put up that graphic, I think it was two weeks ago or whatever, when they were playing of conference championship games. Like in Tom, and, and he's been in fifteen. And, and of you them sit there been. as a player, and you're you're just sitting there like I've never been to one. Uh, and people say I have a I've had a great career. I mean, potentially like twelve years. I'm proud of what I did. But you sit there and you look at what Tom did for as long as he did it, and you have nothing but the utmost respect because you understand how difficult it is. You understand the parity in this league, the way that this league is set up with the draft order, with free agency, with waivers and everything. It's literally set up for the league to be a parity league. They want everybody to be in that 8-8 eight and eight window, and sometimes you swing one way, sometimes you swing the other. And somehow Tom, for 23 years, has found a way to never swing to the other side of the pendulum. Do you understand being addicted to the game that he, he couldn't quit? Yes, um, but I also do think it is somewhat different at different positions, for sure. Um, I do think that, I mean, it's... He, he's he's done it very well, and he's he gets the ball out of his hands so fast now that he doesn't have to take anywhere near as many hits as I'm sure he used to, um, and as as many hits as other guys have to. So, I would certainly feel different about the game if I didn't have to smash my head into a 320 pound man every week either. You know. But if you were healthy, ish, you'd still play. I am healthy. Um, I think that the the difference is is I know. It can go off the tracks quickly. Like, it, I mean, this knee—it takes a lot to get this thing. Like, I got a plate and nine screws in it. Like, it—I have to. Every single day of the off season has to be leading up to that season, and I have to be grinding and, and thinking about it 24/7. So it's much more the mental than it is the physical for me. Where I wanted to have my mental freedom back for the off season, like 
Friday, I, I, I skipped my leg workout because I wanted to go golf with Raman Phelps. So I went and golfed with Raman Phelps. I don't have to like stress like, damn it, I missed that workout. So then Saturday, I just went and climbed Camelback instead. Um, in the you past, I would have been. Leg day? Wow. I, in the past, you know, I, do I lose my good ass dudes club <laughs> shirt? Wow. So like that, that's something in the past, literally for three days until my next leg day, I would have been thinking about like, damn, did you, did you hurt yourself for the season? Like, are you going to, but now it's, I'm happy. You look back on your career and, you know, as you said, you don't have a Super Bowl ring, but that feeling like you never get used to losing. No. But you were still on some teams that were not very good. Yes. What is that like, that feeling of showing up every Sunday and even though in your mind you have a, a chance, but in reality you don't? Um, it's very tough. Um, and, and there's certainly been different teams. There's been teams where you're not, your record isn't good, but you, you do know that going into those games you've got a legitimate chance to win every one. And I mean, even. You look at this year. I mean, our Eagles game. We were we were down to the wire against the Eagles, and they were they're an incredible team there. Um, and we were a different team at that point than we were by the end, obviously. But um, there, there's no, you can't watch that game and say we could not have won that game. I mean, they absolutely deserve to, and they did everything they needed to to win it. But to say that we weren't in it, I would I believe would be incorrect. Now the harder part is as the season goes on, once you're eliminated from the playoffs and you've got those moments the competitor in you takes over for myself i'm never giving any less effort never let no less passion no less energy to it but i think you can feel the a little bit of the deflation in the balloon and in, in in the locker room and in the team i'm trying to figure out kyler murray okay he was great in high school great in college but i don't know i i mean i i'm trying to be fair to him i just i think it's too much i think that i don't think he's um I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a great talent. What what makes you say that? Well, the great talent, I can see that. But is he a great leader? I don't I mean maybe it's asking somebody that age to do something and that's not fair to him. Um, I don't know. I just get it. I I I don't know where his trajectory is. I'm trying to be, it feels like Jalen Hurts has a better sense of who Jalen Hurts is than Kyler Murray does. This is some deep, deep stuff. This is, this is. I was not prepared for the deep level of questioning this morning. Yeah, I normally I don't get that deep. No, you know? I was not ready to go into the psychological aspects of players that are not myself. Um, but you're there on the team. You yeah, see it. Absolutely. I don't know if you mentor, if he listens to anybody, but I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. He's a wonderful talent. I remember when he was in high school. He could do everything. Sometimes when yeah. it's too easy then you know are you really developing putting in the time but how easy was it at oklahoma uh I mean, in that offense in, in that offense it was pretty easy it wasn't easy this oh, i guess yeah it was yeah baker mayfield yeah. it was easy for him too could i do it what do you think i could do it I think uh, lincoln riley could make me a, a heisman winner end. you think he make me a heisman winning quarterback no but don't change the subject that'd be fun yeah you could be the tight end there i'll make you a tight end there i was a tight end once dan there's oh, a I reason i'm that. a defensive end I now i know that do you yes you, right. yes right. yeah, central antonio you want to talk about antonio brown instead of kyler murray i mean uh the day that we came into central michigan uh the freshmen all showed up on the same day and we went to the indoor facility to run um, we went to run by ourselves, like as a freshman group, um, which 
pretty incredible freshman group. We have myself, Antonio Brown, and Nick Ballore, uh, who's still in the league with the Seahawks. Um, and we went to run, and Antonio was dusting the floor with every single one of us. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen, and all the rest of us just kind of looked at each other like, should we even be here? Like, <laughs> this guy's on a different planet. Um, but he, he was an unbelievable talent, um, and uh, he turned out to be a great player. And um, He has a crazy, he has a fascinating backstory, and it was definitely interesting getting to know him, and uh, he, he was a hell of a player to watch. I'll let you off the hook. You don't have to answer Kyler Murray. <laughs> it's I'm not. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm just. You, you're saying it was easy. The guy won four state championships in high school. He went and won a national champion. Uh, no, not a national championship, but he won a Heisman in college. Um, it's. Too, it was too easy for. Now you have to outthink people. Now you have why, to put in the effort. Everybody's why great. Why didn't you do it if it was so easy? Uh, I got as many surgeries as you have. Do you? Yeah. How many do you have? Uh, Let's hear them. Shoulder, hand, eyes. Replacement knee, seven surgeries. All right, that's not Botox. Oh, <laughs> am I am I on my way to that? Is that, is that coming up? Yes, yeah? yes, it is. Oh, great. Yes, it is. Uh, well, it's great to see you. It's great to Enjoy see you. Enjoy retirement and uh, being a dad and being a good ass dude. Thank you. And, uh, I'm proud. I'll I'll take the T-shirt when it arrives. Good ass dude. He's JJ Watt. Thank you, everybody. We'll take a break. Back after this from Scottsdale. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching. Phone calls that go nowhere. Nobody's on the other end. Applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. 
Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Frank Isola set to join us, the Net Studio host on Yes, also the SiriusXM NBA Radio, the starting lineup host and contributor to Around the Horn. And pardon the interruption on the mothership. Frank, thanks for joining us. Why did Kyrie ask to be traded? And I don't think the Nets were going to give him the four years that he wanted. And how can the Nets give him that money? If you look at the games played, I believe the number is 156 games played, 141 he didn't play in. And your buddy Charles Barkley came up with a pretty funny uh, nickname for Kyrie. And I know Kyrie was insulted by it when he called him half man, half a season. But the numbers bear it out. That's the issue with Kyrie Irving. So Kyrie Dan has played great the last two months, as well as any player in the league. He leads the NBA in fourth quarter scoring. And I think Kyrie goes to the Nets, okay, I've proven you I'm a great player. Pay me like some of these other players in the league get paid. And the Nets said, well, no, no, it doesn't work like that. You forgot about the other three months. We get it. Two months you've been great. You got You conveniently forget about the other three years, I should say, not three months, three years that he's been on the team. The report was uh, Kevin Durant was surprised. How surprised do you think he was? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't – I. Surprised that that Kyrie Irving has to be traded. Maybe that's the case because Kyrie had a uh, comment last year when he was asked about the team. He said, I'll never leave number seven. Well, that's what he just did. He has to be traded. But also remember the timing of this. If you go back to last June, Kyrie Irving opted into his contract. That was the time when every team in the league, if Kyrie had opted out, would have had an opportunity to sign with the team as a free agent. He wasn't going to get the big money. So he opted into his contract with the Brooklyn Nets. The very next day, or maybe it was two days later, Kevin Durant asked to be traded. So the timing of that, is that just a coincidence? I don't know. You tell me. We'll get to KD here in a moment. Let's look at the trade from both sides here. Why the Mavs? You know, did they maybe not want to trade him to the Lakers? Perhaps that's a possibility. I think the one thing about the Laker deal, so you're talking about those two picks that a lot of teams want, we know Danny Ainge wants them really badly, the 27 and the 29 first-round pick. That's not going to do Kevin Durant any good. It's probably not going to do Sean Marks, the president of the Nets, any good. And also with Russell Westbrook, who I actually think has played pretty well this season, but Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook had issues in the past. So with Kevin Durant already asking him to be traded once, is it something that they wanted to do? Probably not. Then if you get a third team involved, and a lot of people thought that third team would be San Antonio, but if San Antonio is going to take on Russell Westbrook's money for the last 30 games, they'd also say, well, give us a first-round pick. Now the deal gets a lot more complicated. And I think for the Brooklyn Nets, you get two players that can help you right now in Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith. You get the future first-round pick. You get the two second-round picks. Now the Nets are in a position where you know they do have some assets where they could conceivably make a trade between now and Thursday's trade deadline. Because as you know, Dan, there's a, for them to make the trade on a Sunday, that tells you they didn't wait till the last minute and say, well, let's see if we can get a better offer like they did with James Harden. They're thinking maybe we could do something between now and Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. As far as Kyrie's role with the Mavs, I know we look at uh, Luka and the usage rate, but is, is this short term or is this long term? 
I, I have no idea. You know, there was talk out there, well, if they let them walk, they'd be under the cap and they could maneuver and really get a lot of money to sign a free agent. I don't really know who's available this summer, except for maybe Chris Middleton, who would be a good fit with Luca. You know, it's funny. So, you know, the word was yesterday, Chris Haynes had the, um, the tweet that Kyrie was ecstatic about the move. Then someone pointed out on social media that Gary Washburn, who covers the Celtics for the Boston Globe, on August of 2017, had, according to someone close to Kyrie, he's ecstatic about getting traded to the Boston <laughs> Celtics. So, you know, none of that matters. And a lot of people, well, he's playing with a great player, Luka Doncic. Well, yeah, he's playing with a great player in Kevin Durant. The difference is, you know, Luka, a little bit like James Harden, a little bit like Trey Young, they got the ball in their hands a lot. Kevin Durant isn't like that. Kevin Durant gets the move, gets the ball, he moves it, he passes out of double teams. So, yes, they're both great players, and I'm of the belief great players will figure out a way to make it work. But we'll we'll see how that partnership goes. What about Durant's future? Certainly out here in Arizona, the speculation of maybe Phoenix would be involved in something there. But this uh, came up, uh, I think, a little while ago when there was possibility Durant would, would leave the Nets and maybe end up in Phoenix. Yeah, the only difference was last summer, DeAndre Ayton could not be involved in a deal, and I think it's still a little complicated um, with DeAndre Ayton. But I think it's something where the Nets, if they're going to make a big deal like that, and the two teams that have the assets right now to really make it work would be Phoenix and Toronto. The Nets were close to a deal with Toronto last summer with Kevin Durant. You could always revisit that at the end of the season. Remember, when Kevin Durant has to be traded uh, last July or last June, he was under contract for another four years. He's now under contract for another three years. The difference was you knew that Kevin Durant, once the season started, would be motivated to play, and he'd play well, which is what he's done. If they didn't trade Kyrie by Thursday and Kyrie's out of a contract at the end of the year, what would be Kyrie's you know, actions? And we've seen, judging from the past, maybe he would sit out games. Maybe he would have injuries. Who knows? So the Nets are still in a position where they got Kevin Durant under contract for three more years once the season is once this season is done, and those trades will still be out there over the summer. I think a trade, if it's going to happen for Kevin Durant, will happen this offseason. I find it hard to believe it's going to happen between now and Thursday. Frank Isola, he uh, works for the Nets, their studio host, also a contributor to Around the Horn, pardon the interruption. Mark Stein, I believe, had the report that Joe Sy, the owner of the Nets, was not going to give in to Kyrie, that Kyrie's preferred destination was the Lakers. Do you believe that uh, that's where Kyrie wanted to go? Yeah, I mean, I still think teams have to make the move, the, the trades that are best for themselves. And I think in the long run, I think the Dallas one is better. But I, I, I think there's a lot of truth to that because so many, you know, there's been a lot of bad blood between the Nets and Kyrie over the last few years. And I still think for Kyrie, you know, he wanted to go to L.A. I think he does probably own a place out there. He has, you know, it's LeBron, it's the Lakers, it's the whole thing. Here in Brooklyn, you know, he lives in West Orange, New Jersey, which, granted, you need a helicopter to, to travel from West Orange, New Jersey to Brooklyn to get to the game on time. But, you know, he is home. This was the team that he grew up uh, supporting. You don't go – you're not in Brooklyn anymore. You're not in L.A. You're playing for the Dallas Mavericks. So unless he gets the deal that he wants, three-, four-year contract from somebody, I think he I, he might have outsmarted himself here because I still think the best place for him would have been staying in Brooklyn playing with Kevin Durant. Yeah, it was all quiet. They were winning, and that made me nervous because I thought, this can't last. You know, it's like, God, nobody's talking about the Nets. All they're doing is winning, and uh, here we yep. are, front page. Uh, I'll leave you with this. As a longtime NBA reporter, what does LeBron breaking Kareem's mark mean to you? You know, it's weird. It doesn't feel like it's getting – 
that same buzz. And maybe it's just that numbers in the NBA aren't really the same as they are, for example, in baseball when someone's trying to break the home run record. If somebody ever came close to Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak, we'd probably feel differently about it. I think it says a lot about the longevity, but as people pointed out as well, you know, Kareem did go to college. So, you know, LeBron essentially got a four-year head start on Kareem. What's amazing about it from LeBron's point of view, you know, the guy, we look at him as an all-around player. We don't think of him as a scorer. And he's going to be the all-time leading scorer. And look where he is on the assist record as Mm -hmm. well. And he rebounds the ball. It puts him – I mean, you were there for every one of Michael Jordan's big games. I was there for a lot of them as well. For my money, I still say Michael Jordan, but I could understand why people would say, you know, LeBron is the greatest ever. And it's an amazing accomplishment. I don't think it's capturing the imagination of the country maybe as people thought it would. It's going to happen during Super Bowl week, which is probably an issue as well. If it happens against Milwaukee, it's interesting, Dan, because that's obviously the team that Kareem stayed on. If I were LeBron, though, go into that game needing less than 10 points because Giannis Antetokounmpo might say he will not break this record on my watch. I'll guard him every minute he's out there. Frank, I keep saying I want the prop bet that LeBron breaks Kareem's record with his, his own version of a sky hook. Yeah, you know, well, well, you're smart about that stuff because I think LeBron – does have a sense for the dramatic. I think he kind of knew the cameras were on him when he was carrying on after that uh, that no call in, oh the, my God. in the Boston game. I have a funny <laughs> feeling he might regret that. I don't think I can understand being upset, dropping to your knees. It was a little much, but I think I think you're right. I think he'll know exactly how many points he needs and what it would mean to do it on this guy. Hey, one of Magic's most famous shots is the little baby hook that he had against the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. So LeBron would be smart to do that. Yeah, I was there. I was there for that one. Man. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was there. You are history. Yes, I am old. <laughs> I, I'm old. I, I don't mean it that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. No, I'm very fortunate that I, uh, I I get to see you know players start their careers and end their careers. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. You're right about LeBron. I, I think he's the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, you know, in a one game, one uh, season, or one series, I would take Mike. But that you know, yeah. Uh, it just feels like we've gone out of our way to try to diminish what LeBron does. And you're right. This is quiet. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of fanfare there. I don't think the Laker fans feel like this is, you know, their guy breaking Kareem's record. I think yeah. they still view him as an outlier. He's a Cleveland Cavalier. And, but uh, it's still an amazing – what he's doing at his age, if I look back on Kareem, Kareem was averaging, I think, 16 points a game at this age. LeBron's averaging 30. So he didn't back into this yeah. record. And, and I, I hope history shows that what he's doing. You know, this is, this is Brady-like to do this kind of damage at that age in that sport. Yeah, and I think you're right. And I just think the way the players take care of themselves, you know, Tom Brady doing stuff that nobody 20 years, 30, 40 years ago would have done. LeBron, the same thing at 38. I mean, you could even look, look at, you know, look at Rafael Nadal, and Federer, where they were still winning at a much older age when a lot of tennis players retired. You know, Leo Messi won the World Cup as the best player on yeah. Argentina, and he's played for a long time. It's just different today. For him to be doing it at 38, it's, it's, it really is amazing. Always good to talk to you, Frank. Thank you. Good, good seeing you. You look great in the sun. Keep it up. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. That's uh, studio host Frank Isola, the Yes Network, and also contributor around the horn. Pardon the interruption. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Our next guest is one of the best football analysts around because he puts the meat in meat and potato broadcasters. He allegedly played for six years in the NFL, but we're still looking for a second source. He went to Princeton, but he sounds like he went to a community college. He loves beer, he loves meat, and he loves his family in that order. He's our buddy. He's Ross Tucker. Yay! Yeah! Westwood One, CBS Sports Analyst, former NFL offensive lineman, his Monday appearance, Ross Tucker, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. When we told him that J.J. Watt showed up two hours ago and he was cold, I think you called J.J. Watt soft. Is that fair assessment of what you called him? I would say so, yeah. <laughs> I, I would always rather be in life a little bit cold than a little bit warm. Okay. A little bit warm for me, like I was over at Radio Row earlier, I'm sweating. Okay. A little bit warm for me. I'm sweating. I'd rather be a little bit cold. I, I can deal with this. You look good. Thanks, man. Yeah. You Appreciate look, it. Likewise. Yeah. It's good to it's, see you here. It's so funny because people always say to me, 
what's Dan like? Tell me more about Dan. I'm like, well, usually when I'm at the man cave, Dan isn't. Yes. So I don't, yeah. I don't really know Dan that well, actually. Everybody always wants all the Dan back. I'm like, I don't really know that other than Dan's awesome. He's so Wait, generous. Is this the first time we've been in person? No, I met you once or twice at... Um, Stanford, Connecticut, NBC Sports. Oh, you were doing NBC Sports stuff. Yeah, but I was such I a big star. That. I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there was one time, there was one time um, you were giving out the trophy in Glendale, I think. And Paulie called me. There was bad weather. Paulie said, hey, can you get to New York City in case something happens with Dan's flight? Can you fill in on the show Monday? I said, okay, so I'm in a hotel room. It was the, it was here. Yeah. It was, it was the Edelman. It was the uh, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. So it was here. And so I'm in a hotel room by myself, just watching the game. And it's wild and crazy. Of course, I get there the next morning and I, and we didn't know if you were going to make it or not. Yeah. And so Dan walks in and he says, everybody here is happy to see me. Except for you. <laughs> and I had to I had to do a red eye to get back. So I know. I handed out the trophy and then I had to race to the airport to get a red eye to fly back to do the show. What do you think of Paulie's impersonation of you? You want to do it in front of me, Paulie? How about this, Dan? Ask, ask a <laughs> okay, football ask question, a question to Ross and I. We'll go back. You to know back. what? And I'll close my eyes and I'll try to tell who's Ross and who is Paulie. Um, where is the drama in this year's Super Bowl? It's all drama. I mean, Billy, Jalen Hurts, if he wins this game, goes to a new level. And let me tell you something. I know Philly football. They don't, they've been looking for a quarterback since Jaworski. Jaws. This guy, new level. Book it. Okay. All right. Now, Paula, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, I'm glad, I'm glad I now know what going to a community college sounds like, evidently, based on, your, uh, yeah. based on the intro there. That's what going to a community college. You know what's so funny? I've never been on a show before where you walked in. So I didn't know how to walk in. Yeah. Like, you've probably been on, like, Tonight Show and yeah. Fame. Like, I didn't know, like, you know, everybody always looks awkward. Yes. I'm pretty happy. I Right there, I decided to do the fist bump across the... That's I thought right. that was pretty good, yeah, that's right? that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they're not looking at, like... I thought about doing, like, the Ric Flair, you know? <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. <laughs> um, okay. Is there drama this week leading up to this Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um... You know, especially in Philadelphia, this is a big deal, Dan. I mean, Andy Reid was a coach for 14 years. It's interesting, too, because I would say 90% of the people from Philly, you know, I'm from there, they love Andy Reid. And obviously they want to win, but if they lose, it's kind of nice that Andy Reid wins a second Super Bowl. There's this weird element. There's like a 5-10% element that for whatever reason, they really don't like Andy Reid. And I guess it's because he never won the whole thing there. Yeah. But five conference championship games, four in a row, I'm happy for him. Like if they if they win, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I'm also, if you're the Eagles, wouldn't you rather play the Chiefs in the sense that if the Eagles beat Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, I don't care what anybody says, that sounds better than beating Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor. The Bengals and Burrow, and they're not there yet. It's like a bigger accomplishment. Just like when the Eagles won their first Super Bowl ever, five years ago, it was Brady and Belichick. That has an added cachet to just winning the Super Bowl. 
I would just win the Super Bowl. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. You know, when you look back, we don't always remember the championships of who somebody beat. It's just they won their Super Bowls. Because if I say, you know, Joe Montana's toughest games were the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. His two toughest Super Bowls yeah. were against the Cincinnati Bengals. I also saw where some analysts have already put Mahomes in the top 10 all time. Is Patrick Mahomes a top 10 quarterback? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's the best player in the sport right now. And I don't think it's really that close. Okay. I mean, I think if you asked, you know, let's say you were starting the 33rd team or whatever, you started a team out here in Scottsdale, you could take any quarterback. I really think pretty much every, every GM would say Mahomes. I mean, who else is even up there? Josh Allen? Is anybody really taking no. Josh Allen over Mahomes? Is, I would take, I would have Burrow, I would have Joe in the conversation. Right, but you but, still wouldn't do but it. I would, I, because there's not a big age difference there. What is Mahomes, 27, and, yeah. and uh, Joe Burrows is uh, 25, 26? I mean, he, Dan, he started for five years. He's hosted five AFC Championship games. He's in his third Super Bowl. He has a chance to win. He, right now, is at the start of the best career ever. Now, it's highly unlikely he'll be able to have the sustained success that Brady did and or the longevity, but the start right now, nobody's had their first five years. I mean... Obviously, Marino's numbers were crazy, but not in terms of championship games and Super Bowls and stuff like this. Yeah, I think we've under... I said this at the beginning of the year, uh, maybe at the end of last year, we've underrated Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Like, he got to... He graduated to that degree where you go, oh, yeah, that's right, Mahomes. We we almost forget that. And and we want to usher in the new quarterback. Like, Always. oh, man, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrows. Oh, my God. And then you go, but he's still there. Well, two things. Number one is we kind of get bored. Yeah. You know, it's like, what's the new thing? What's the next big thing? And I liken it to the San Antonio Spurs, where they were there every year. Right. And people go, oh, God, the Spurs. Right. But we didn't, we didn't appreciate excellence, but that's what they were. They were, they were a dynasty. But normally we love a dynasty, like Shaq and Kobe or the Bulls. And, you know, those are dynasties. Spurs were like... Uh, that's a dynasty? Well, they are. We just like star power with our dynasties. Yeah, and, and how about the fact that he did what he did this year without Tyreek Hill? I mean, arguably the best receiver in the NFL, he goes out there by far the most touchdown passes, by far the most yards. If there was any kind of debate, Dan, because people used to say, oh, well, with Tyreek Hill, you know, you always have the safety over the top. He dictates coverage. He stretches the field. There was like That was almost like the one little knock you could have at Mahomes yeah. is that so much of it is him benefiting from Tyreek Hill. He's totally, totally evaporated that. Totally. He's Ross Tucker joining us on behalf of DraftKings, the uh, former NFL offensive lineman. Who uh, does Chris Jones remind you of? Ooh. Man, he is a really, really good player. He kind of reminds me, you know, back in the day, remember when, like, when the Cowboys had, like, two tall Jones? I know Chris Jones isn't that big, but just it felt like two tall Jones was a force in the interior in the 80s for the Cowboys. Chris Jones, there, there's no way, Dan, in my mind, that the Chiefs win this game unless he has a almost MVP caliber type game. I mean, he really, because the Eagles are just so good up front that Chris Jones has to be dominant player, making things happen in the backfield. Well, if they could not, have given him MVP when they beat the Niners. Yeah. He was, he was great in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But does, who has to have a better game, Reddick or Jones? Jones, because okay. the Eagles have other guys. 
You know, the Eagles have other guys that can make big plays. Brandon Graham and Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. If it's not, I mean, maybe Frank Clark, but if it's not Chris Jones for the Chiefs, I don't know who it is. The problem is, here, here's what I really think the whole game comes down to. We all agree that Mahomes is the best player on the planet and the best player in this game. Is the Eagles' O-line and D-line advantage, Dan? Is it enough to offset Mahomes? Or can the Chiefs' big guys up front hold serve enough to keep it close enough that Mahomes wins? Like, like there, In my mind, there's no chance that the Chiefs win by double digits. But watching that Eagles tape against the Niners, there is a chance that the Eagles come out and just run over the Chiefs. I, I think that's a possibility. Well, that's. I wonder though, can the Eagles withstand a, a shootout? You know, if if Mahomes gets up by two touchdowns or ten points, can the Eagles, with their running game, do they stay with their running game? Do they stay with who they are, their identity? That that's probably one of the biggest questions I have going into this. Can the Eagles win by being an old school football team? Well, and not only that, can Jalen Hurts play better than he did the last couple of games? It's kind of bizarre that they won the last couple games by 20 points, and Hurts didn't even really play that well. No. It's kind of hard to imagine them winning the Super Bowl without Hurts playing better than he did the last couple games. He's not going to be able to just hand off and barely throw the ball, and they win that way. If, that, if that's the case, I mean, like you, you, you're a historian of this stuff, Dan. If the Eagles win this game by double digits, then they're 17-1 and one with Hurts as their quarterback, and they win all three playoff games by double digits, then we have to have a totally different conversation about where these Eagles stack up in terms of all-time great teams. I mean, nobody's saying that right now, but if they win this by double digits, I I think that's a conversation. Do you have any old beefs, existing beefs with players, that if you see somebody here at the Super Bowl, that would you say something, or would there be a Um, look or something? There's two guys that spit in my face. In 2004, one guy... Is that on the field? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, One guy, I've like... I think he might do some media stuff. And I've I've gone back and forth with him on social media. Not in a bad way. Like, he admitted on social media... Well, you didn't say who it is. Yeah, Langston Moore. Langston Langston Moore from the Bengals, yeah. Paulie, let's bring... Say hello to Langston Moore. Hey, come on. Uh, the other guy, the other guy was Gerard Warren from the Browns, and I, I wouldn't even get near that guy. <laughs> I think Langston Warren and I could have a conversation about it because okay. he's apologized on social media. I don't know where Gerard is or what he's doing, but I, if if you really say, "Hey, welcome in, Gerard Warren," I'd be like, "Where is security exactly? Here? Is Marvin in charge of security?" He, he scared you. Um, so not only did he spit in my face, but late in the game, we're up by like three touchdowns and I'm blocking him, and we're running for another touchdown, 2004. And rather than, rather than try to make the tackle, he like does this move where he has my arm like this and he has me like in an arm bar and he says, I'm going to break your mother, <laughs> mother effing arm. And I was like, no, Gerard, no, 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 Gerard, no, 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 it's cool, man, it's cool. No, no, no. I was, I was legitimately scared that he was just going to snap and break my arm because in, we, had, we had scrimmaged them in the preseason. 
and I threw him down on the ground, and then I kind of speared him. Oh. So he was still mad about okay. that. He didn't let it go. She just let it go. So you um, brought it on. You were the uh, cheap shot on uh, Not cheap shot. I was finishing the play. <laughs> and then I'll never forget. So, Dan, this is the truth. That, that first game against Cleveland, 2004, look it up. One of the first couple plays, somebody pushes me after the play. Uh, then then, then um, Gerard Warren spits in my face. So we come out for the second series, okay? TV timeout. So you know, people don't, that don't go to games, you don't realize that TV timeout, both the teams are out there just standing there waiting for the commercial to be over. So I walk over to the Browns D-line, and I said, in all sincerity, I said, hey guys, I'm sick of it now. I'm going to break one of your bleeping legs on the next play. And I walk back to the huddle. And so we, we, come, we come back out for the next play. And the thing, as offensive linemen, like, you know, they all have to rush. If I'm freed up, I can go like this, and I can choose what I'm going to do. So right before the play, Alvin McKinley, who was like, talk, talk, we're good, it's over now, man. It's good, it, it's over now, we're good. Right before the play, he, he did not, because he knew I was, like, mad. I was kind of serious. Like, I'm going to try to take out one of your legs on this play. By the way, they were terrible. There's a lot, a lot of stories from one game against a bad team. <laughs> I'm also self-conscious about my sitting right now. Why? Well, do you like, like should I be lean? Like, I feel like I'm like Tom Arnold. Like, oh, like, you're or good. should I be more like lean back? It, like, it's it's too late. The, the, your segment's over. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you guys had one of the best linemen of the last 20 years on your show today. And J.J. And J.J. Yeah. I've been working on that all week. Yeah. I got that one in the canister. Nobody spits in J.J. Watt's face. No. Definitely uh, no not. No one spit in definitely his face. Not. Uh, hey, it's great to see you. Always. And, and thanks again for your contributions uh, all year long. Fans love you. The meathead James Vanderbeek. Does your wife see the resemblance of you and James Vanderbeek? You know, I haven't talked to her that much about it. She did tell me, though, I was skiing this weekend. She did say, before you go on Dan Patrick... Say yes to the makeup. Yeah. Say yes to the makeup. Because like my face was red from like being in the. It was like it was like eight degrees in yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. So she's like, I don't know how she said this. She said something like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Uh, oh, you're you're looking at the text. What's the right way to take it? I, I hesitate to say this. <laughs> oh boy. But friendly reminder to wear your makeup. Okay. Your nose is so red from this weekend. What Thank if you, Kara. What if you said that to your wife? Oh, I'd be, I'd get oh, killed. Yeah, you'd be Gerard Warren. Yeah, you can't, you can't even say I hesitate to say this. Yes, if you hesitate to say it, then don't say it. A, a thousand percent. Yes, I'm glad she told me though. I'm glad I said yes. The lady over there was amazing. Let's no, not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. Our good friend Ross Tucker. Thank you, buddy. Absolutely. We'll come back. Me. We'll close up shop after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, 
eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.